Welcome to Boot to the Face, episode 184, I believe. I'm Chris Rucker, along with Marty Vasquez. We are here and live on twitch.tv slash boot to the face, powered by fullpresscoverage.com. Talking a whole lot of shit that went on in the world of wrestling this week, Marty. A bunch of shit that happened, man. I think we, I think we got a little bit to talk about, a little bit to chew on, a little bit to chew on from the past, a little bit to talk about for the future. You know, it's it's wrestling. There's always something going on, and there's something always evolving. That's why there's so many of us. But that's why you tune into us. Got the best perspectives on things. Just saying. And if uh, not, week, we all know you like to shit on us when we don't. So it works out that way too. Why is my stream deck not working? Go ahead. How's your week been? Uh, it's been good, man. Um, <clears throat> work has been pretty good. I uh, my parents came into town, so they were here um, on Friday. We got to go to the the, the fair. Um, we have the big LA fair out here. Haven't been able to do that for a couple of years since you know COVID. Um, so that was nice. It was cool to go do that. Um, spent a hell of a lot of time there. Um, I was not expecting to spend that much time there, but. Definitely was a good time. Had some fun. Uh, it was kind of rainy, so that's always nice when you get some rain in Southern California because it's it always hot as hell Southern out Southern California here. is what Tony, Tony, Tony said back in the day. Yeah. Turn so the hat nice. back to the side. The other side. What's that say? Oh, oh it's from the All-Star game. Okay. All right, um, just making sure. Yeah. Because you got a little package coming. Oh, oh, all right. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Um, but other than that, it's been it's been a good week. Um, got a big week coming out Memorial Day weekend. It's gonna be busy, so it's gonna be a long week next week. I think I have like one day off just because of the amount of hours we're gonna put in. Um, it's the busiest week of the year, so looking forward to that. But other than that, uh, nothing nothing much, man. It's been good. So you won't be going stuff. to Vegas for double or nothing. I definitely will not be going to double or nothing. Um, and I was, I was hoping to make it out there for Dynamite on Wednesday, but that's not going to happen either. Hmm. And it didn't, make, it didn't happen last night for the Women's Wrestling Network either, which sucked because, you know, Santana Garrett fought Christy Jane last night. Oh, wow. That's a good-looking match. You know what? Uh, <laughs> I've had an interesting week that I can't really discuss <coughs> yet, but we'll be able to talk about it in due time. Um but yeah, I'm Memorial Day weekend. I won't be here to podcast, which we talked about last week. Uh, I'll be actually going to Texas, kind of Oklahoma. Uh, I have to land in Dallas, but my grandparents live in a city that there's not a fucking airport anywhere near. They live in Hugo, Texas. Um, so there's no. Hold on. I'm sorry, Discord's like freaking... Okay, there we go. So there's no airport around. I have to land in Dallas, and then I have to drive two hours to get to them. But uh, I'm going there on Friday night after work, and then coming back home Monday. So I won't be here for the podcast. Uh, so that's a thing. And then, other than that, man, just fucking working and 
clanging and banging like usual. It's it's fucking all out mayhem week at Orange Theory. So I've gone two days in a row. I burned over a thousand calories yesterday in sixty minutes. That's how fucking. Nice. That's how crazy that shit is. I'm in. I'm in. You're putting that work right in, now. man. You posted yeah. that picture, those side by sides the other day. You're putting that work in. Vegas ain't gonna be ready for you, bro. It's annoying though because it's not like the scale's not moving, but I can I can see changes. Yeah, so, well, I mean, that's, that's the thing though. Matters, you know, guess. people get caught up with the with the scale. That's one of the first things I tell you: like, don't get caught up in the scale because you're losing the weight, but you're putting on the muscle. It's gonna it ends up being more. You know what I mean? So you can may not look like you lost many pounds, but obviously you have. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, that's what we're doing. Uh, I'm excited about one thing I like doing since I joined Orange Theory is. When I travel, finding one to do. I don't know why. It's, mm-hmm. it's fun. Like, you know, you take it a little wrestling trip or whatever. Like, I did it in Orlando when I went to... What was in Orlando? It wasn't full gear. What was that one? It wasn't all out. That was... Um, or nothing. What's the other one? It was AKW. Um, full gear, all out, double or nothing, and... Uh, Revolution? Revolution. There we go. Oh, Thank and you. And EJ threw it in there, too. Yeah. Got it before he did. So, when I went to Revolution, I went to one in Orlando... And then when we went to WrestleMania, I went to, uh, I walked a mile to get to the Orange Theory and then worked out and then walked a mile back. Another thing I'm liking doing is going into town is like walking places. Like if you are mm-hmm. around, like when I was in Orlando, everything was within like a mile or two. When I met up with EJ Reed, I walked over, but he, he ended up giving me a ride back because we had a couple of drinks. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, Karen. Karen says the problem is my ego. It weighs 50 pounds. That's true. I guess I just shouldn't even worry about losing weight then because that ain't going no. Especially when I start getting fit. You kidding me? <laughs> you, That's why. You you're, you're, uh, you're losing weight. That's why your ego's getting higher. So your, weight, your ego's getting heavier. Your weight's you getting lower. You think it's up there it now. Out. Wait till these veins stop start popping in this fucking oh. bicep. It's going to be an easy killer. I said bicep. Calm down, Dwayne. Calm down, Dwayne. <laughs> Nashville ain't gonna be able to contain us. Just saying, we have to Gotta find pull the ring. Like, you guys can come, but y'all gonna have to hold Rucker back a little bit. You know, uh, Nashville. No, no suns gonna, out, guns out out here in Nashville. I'm not gonna be able to do uh, like multiple days in Nashville. I think I'll just come down Saturday for the SummerSlam and mm-hmm. then go home Sunday. Uh, I got a lot of a lot of shit going on. Then on top of that, my birthday is two weeks after that. Yeah, I don't so, think we're gonna be there very long either. I think we're gonna be there for the event. Maybe get in, probably get in Friday, and then be that's mm-hmm. it. Um, because the weekend before that, Comic Con in San Diego, and then yeah, you know Vegas a couple yeah. weeks later. Just saying. I think probably wake up, uh, wake up early Saturday morning, make the little four hour drive, stay for the event, check into the hotel, and then come home on Sunday. I I tell you what, that works. Fucking... I don't have that uh, that that benefit, so I have to wake yeah. up like at five, you know, four in the morning and fly out there. Well, I mean, I'll wake up pretty early, but this is the only one that's close to me, sir. I went to fucking Dallas. I went to Orlando. That was a long fucking drive. Yeah. Uh, Chicago. Like, it's not like this is the first one that's been <clears throat> anywhere around. AEW's coming to Atlanta next month. I'm thinking about going to see that on a Wednesday. AEW's coming to California next month, too. Yeah. It's Rampage, which is kind of irritating. But, you know, they're still going to be out here in the middle of June. So I look forward to that finally. Yeah. Uh, but no, I feel you, man. Like we've only the only closest one we've had out here. Um, I mean, we had uh, we had I think Raw SmackDown, one of them in LA a couple months back, but that was about it. We haven't had any events here in LA in a couple years now. Um, yeah, I feel like 2019, 2018, 2019, we like had them all. 
And then the last one being close to us was Vegas for for SummerSlam last year. But that was about it. We haven't had shit out here for neither AEW or WWE. Are you going to Money in the Bank in Vegas? I can't, man. It's Fourth of July weekend. Is it really? I thought it was. Yeah. I thought Fourth of July was like the weekend previous, and then Money in the Bank. Is the weekend I'm now. pretty sure Money in the Bank is like July third. Oh damn! Yeah, because Fourth yeah, of July. Yeah, they fucked everyone Monday. up. That's why when they posted that at SummerSlam last year, I knew instantly that I wasn't going to be there next year. Yeah, and that's one of the new big four too. Uh, but we're hitting three out of the four, Marty. We said we were going to do three of them, and all we got left is SummerSlam. So, fucking, <coughs> I'm excited. I mean, about we it. can it's always like do a... we can always do Clash of, Clash of the Castle. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I gotta <laughs> I gotta fly <clears throat> Friday night two hours, and I'm already anxious as fuck about it. You think I'm flying to England? <clears throat> I think I'm uh I'm gonna try to fly out to England in October. <clears throat> I think hmm. we might make that trip. So that's going to be fun. For what? Uh, I don't know if you know this. But the Packers are playing overseas this year. So I figure if I'm going to go to, I might as well go, if I want to go to England, there's a bunch of stuff out there I want to do. The Packers are playing. Sounds like a pretty good thing to go do while you're out there, too. You they're the only team so far in the NFL. Aaron Rodgers when he's throwing interceptions. Anyways, they're the first team this year that they're the only team in the NFL that hasn't played overseas or outside of the U.S. Really? Yeah, so that's why they they didn't get in the England game because they're the only team that hasn't played international yet. That's crazy because like they're one of the top like four or five pillar teams in the NFL that you would want to send over there. Like you want to send the Steelers, you want to send the Cowboys, you want to send the Packers, you want to send the Bears, and you want to send the fucking Patriots. Well, the Patriots aren't really pillar; they're like lately, but like yeah, but teams when they started were, all this, they were you know yeah. So you would think they would have been one of the first teams they sent over there. Dallas has only been once. Really? <clears throat> Didn't Dallas play in, in Mexico though? During the preseason, <laughs> they haven't played. Uh, they haven't played during the season. But football season's ramping back up already. Fucking OTAs are going. Rookie mini camps. People are signing left and right. Like it's about to get We're a couple months away. Almost there. Yeah. Um, yeah. <clears throat> Training camps the, with July. Are we doing? Are we doing? Are we doing fantasy football this year? I don't know, man. I might be all fantasy football out after the last couple of years where, like, I feel like I have the best teams, but I keep <laughs> – like, like this year, my team led the league in scoring, but every week, no matter who I played, they got their high score and mm-hmm. beat me. And then when the playoffs started, I was just watching, and, like, I would have creamed everybody, but I didn't fucking make it because – so, yeah, I don't know. I'm still a little salty yeah, with fantasy football. I mean, you were in the championship game, game the year before, and it came down to the very last game. Of the season, just saying. Yeah, that, that's even one. worse. I'd rather not make one. the playoffs and get all the way to the championship. And then the way I lost to you, like <laughs> I had a guy go fucking nuts, and I was like, "Oh, there's no way Marty's gonna win." And then you had a guy. Who was it that you had at the last game of the year? I had Stefan Diggs last game of the year. Yeah, and I had Devontae Adams, and you were getting mm-hmm. so mad that Rogers was just feeding him, and I was running away with it. And then Stefan Diggs in a game that didn't even fucking matter. Scores like 50, and I lose. Fuck Devontae Adams. Pansy ass. Oh, now it's fuck Devontae Adams. Like he, goes, he goes to the fucking Raiders. Come on. He didn't, they traded him. He didn't ask for that. Fucking Raiders. He begged for that. He didn't beg for that. The Raiders. They fucking sent him somewhere he didn't want to be. Yeah, that's why you, you know, going somewhere where your college quarterback is playing, that, that's where you don't want to be. You would rather go play with David Carr than Aaron. Like I don't like Aaron Rodgers, but who would rather go play with David Carr than Aaron Rodgers? He fucking wanted to be there. 
he wanted or Oakland. They didn't send him there because of this. They sent him because that's where he wanted to go. Well, that's stupid on his part, then. Exactly. He went there and got the fucking money he wanted. Like, it's... I don't know. Who the fuck trades in fucking Aaron Rodgers for David Carr? Or, yeah, David Carr. I don't get it. I, I mean, he probably thought, really. I'm never going to win a Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers anyway, so I might as well just fucking go get the money in Oakland if Green Bay's not going to pay me. I mean, he would have got paid, but the bitch asked him, you know. They didn't want to pay him. That was the whole point. They were, they were in a franchise tag. If he was going to get paid, one of the highest That's not paid getting for- paid. You need Hold security. On. Hold on. You're one of the highest paid receivers in the league, and then they would oh. give him his contract next season. Would you say he? Would you say he walked into the Packers GM's office and, lay and his put his down? title on the desk and walked out? I would say he did. I would say he did. <laughs> yeah, David Carr. David Carr is a shitty car. Oh, Derek Carr. That's right. Yeah, I knew it was wrong. I'm like, that doesn't sound right. That's why I stopped and paused. I'm like, oh, Derek Carr. That's right. Uh, let's go ahead and take a quick break. Not too long, Marty. And then when we get back, we will get into. What took place this past Monday behind the scenes on Monday Night Raw? Uh, a lot of opinions are out there, a lot of rumors, a lot of speculation, and we're going to do our best to put our own spin on it and see what Talk the fuck happens. about England. So. Let's drink some tea. That's all i got to say. We will be right back. Stay tuned. That you're loving to hate If you fucking with the team You catch a boot to the face Rebound from the boot I hit the Irish whip Don't be mad Cause we know your podcast ain't shit Stop hating motherfucker You know he the man RJ gon' hit you with that ringside rant And them two hard hitters Repping Montreal Godfathers of the crew Making sure we ball If you still wanna hate It's no saving ya You might get beat down On talk of mania Listen to the whole team Across body of work It'll make you realize That you should've been first and me, I cause chaos everywhere that I go 80 proof and no less got me ready to throw Don't step to the mic unless you want that smoke FPC, the whole team is like a knife to your throat Yeah! Welcome back to Boot to the Face Chris Rucker and Marty Vasquez here on Twitch episode 184. This past Monday, there was supposed to be a six pack challenge women's match. Number one contender. Yeah, it is. It'll fade out. I was just trying to do something cool and I didn't know it was going to take that long to fade out. You didn't have to bring attention to it, you know, whatever. I want to make sure. I want to ask the questions that everyone was asking. That's all. I mean, everybody else is just going to ignore it, Marty. Look, there it is. It's fading out. I think. It's still going. What you going to say? This turn, is a, turn, my, turn my mics up. Turn my, turn my, turn my headset up. There it is. It's fading out. That's a long fucking outro. Yeah, Mr. Chaos. We get the beat is hot, but shit. Lower that shit down. So that was 35 seconds of fucking music playing right there. Maybe I just came back too early. Maybe it was my fault. Who cares? Boot to the face, we're back. Um, this past Monday, there was supposed to be a six-pack challenge. 
to determine the number one contender for Bianca Belair's Raw Women's Championship at Hell in a Cell. Rumor and speculation would have you believe that Naomi was supposed to win. It was Naomi versus Sasha Banks versus Becky Lynch versus Dewdrop versus Nikki Ash versus Asuka. Rumor and speculation would have you to believe that Naomi was supposed to defeat. I think she was supposed to pin Sasha, right? Oh, was that what it was? I don't think so. I can't remember what the rumor was, but she was supposed to win and go fight Bianca, and Sasha was supposed to qualify some kind of way to go fight Ronda at Hell in a Cell, and then both of them lose and then return back to the tag team ranks. Rumor and speculation would have you believe that they pulled a Hulk Hogan and said, that doesn't work for me, brother, and put the belts on Johnny Laurinaitis' desk and walked out. Later on in the night, the match gets changed to Becky versus Asuka, which made way more sense than a fucking six-pack challenge, honestly. Especially with the tag team and Dewdrop and Nikki A.S.H. Yeah. Um, Corey Graves, you know, being Corey Graves, running Sasha's name through the mud like he normally does. But this time a little bit more personal. And then WWE puts out a statement basically calling their wrestlers actors and saying that they play a part and that they're contractually obligated to play that part nightly. And then on Friday, Michael Cole probably with directions from Vince again, buries them. All their stuff is taken off WWE shop.com, which by the way, I went to buy a sting shirt one time randomly. There was nothing there. And he showed up in AEW like two weeks later, Brock Lesnar, when his contract was up, all his shit got taken down. When they fire Hulk Hogan's racist piece of shit ass, all his shit got taken down. Usually your stuff getting taken off the merch shop. is not a good sign for future employment there. Uh, They also disbanded their Facebook pages, apparently. And then Naomi took WWE Superstar out of her profile on Twitter. Like, and you haven't heard anything from either one of them. Um, There's a lot to unpack here, Marty. I'll let you go first and tell me what you think happened, what you think is going to happen. You think we're going to see Sasha and Naomi back in WWE? Oh, by the way, one thing I missed, there's now going to be a women's tag team tournament because they've been stripped of the titles and suspended indefinitely. And that's not storyline stuff. That's literally what happened. They've been suspended indefinitely. All on the heels of Stephanie McMahon stepping away for whoever knows how long. So, it's a lot of shit going on in WWE behind the scenes right now. Yeah, there's uh, <laughs> all that. Um, Triple H returned this week behind the backstage. So, who knows what's all going on back there. Um <sighs> It's easy to believe this is, you know, real and that they things could be bad and they could be gone. I just can't get over the fact that this could be just a fucking giant work. Like, how often does something happen backstage and they call attention to it on, on TV Live? Like, they, they brought it up, like, early on. Oh, with Becky Lynch. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I saw them get in their cars and they just left. They just left. Like, come on. Like, mm, okay, that kind of sounds storyline-ish. Uh, and then the fact that they called her out on the on the broadcast that they're, you know, I don't know. Uh, EJ says it's a shoot that it turned into a work. I don't know. I feel like it might be a work the entire way. And there's two things. I have two thoughts on this. One, it's a work, and they're just playing the fuck out of us. They told them, hey, we're going to do this this angle. You're going to lose your tag team belts. You're gonna, we're going to pull you from everything. We're going to make things really bad. And then you guys didn't come back and be a heel faction or heel tag team. 
Um, and you guys can just shit on everybody. You can do whatever you want after that. Um, or it, it's a legit work and our legit thing. And, and at this point, if it's legit, then I feel like it's, uh, I heard two things. I heard Naomi's contracts almost up and they couldn't come to a deal. So I heard that. Um, but at the same time, I feel like Sasha got butthurt again because Naomi was going to get the win in that match. And then she was going to have to go lose to Ronda. Um, and that they're, they're saying that the tag team, the women's tag team doesn't get no respect. Well, we've been talking about like they've been getting a lot of respect and that the women's tag team that, that they have brought like, you know, some some brought those tag team belts back up and the credibility has been there since they've gotten the titles and they've been doing really well with it. And they're starting to get there. The You're telling me that you're going to have a tag team. I get it. You're tag team champions, but you're both going to be featured in the world tag championship matches. They may not be highlighting the titles themselves, but they're highlighting the titles, the champions themselves. They're highlighting you, the tag team champions, up to the main event picture with the main event champ with the champions of each brand. Are you telling me you don't want to be facing the champions? Are you telling me you don't want to be at the highest part of the card? Um, you tell me you only want to be in the tag team division? Like you don't want to fight for the world championship? I don't get it. Um, but because they're losing. They're they're upset about creative and the way it's going. I get it, but like you're still being featured above everybody else on the roster, and then you go back to the tag team and, and you do your thing. Um, it's not like they're gonna have you go job out individually to Nikki Ash and Dewdrop on two different shows. Like I don't know if so. If it's if this is a um, a real thing, you know the the way it sounded like was like Sasha went and Naomi followed her and stood by her side, then one, I don't know how bad things were, but at the end of the day, Naomi, like, you got a family. I don't, I mean, it's, I, I don't get it. I don't know. That's, I don't, that's not the way you do things. Um, and then if it's a work, they're just fucking, they're, they're pulled it all, and they're making you work for it. Um, so I don't know. It's interesting with that. I don't think, I think we're going to see them in WWE. Um, at this point, they're on the contract. They're 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 suspended indefinitely. They're put on hold. Um, their contracts aren't expiring anytime soon now. So either they're, we're not going to see them in WWE, or we're not going to see them anywhere else. Because if they do, Vince is going to own that company. Uh, I got a lot of reactions to stuff you said. Obviously, um, one I think it's real. Mm-hmm. I mean. When Moxley was leaving, you know, they put a statement out like that, too. Uh, for them to... It's one thing to talk about it on screen. It's another thing to release a fucking PR statement and admit that your company is a bunch of actors that are playing roles, right? Like, they don't do that too often. Now, they know that we know that that's what it is. But they still don't often come out and say, oh, these are just actors. Like, that made it real. Um the fact that all their stuff is being pulled like to me it doesn't make sense hey we're gonna we're just gonna take y'all off tv and make this big controversy and then when you come back you'll be a hill that that have them lose and then get mad or something like that but why fabricate this big ass story about them being unhappy the thing with sasha is people like to forget that a lot of the quote unquote temper tantrums that she's thrown have been dispelled right like when people claimed that her and Bailey were backstage crying and all that, they literally posted pictures of them 
celebrating during the main event from the fucking crowd, right? They took time off, and then when they came back, Bailey immediately became the longest reigning SmackDown champion. Her and Sasha were featured all over the show. They feuded with each other, and then Sasha became the champion and main event at WrestleMania the following fucking year. You know what happened to Ambrose when he was on his way out? He was losing to fucking EC3 in two minutes when he had heat. They didn't treat her like she threw a temper tantrum, nor did they treat Bailey. but people like to run with stuff that they hear. I don't know why she missed SummerSlam last year. It could have been anything. Like, it could have been a health thing. They just kept it under wraps. But anytime it's Sasha, everybody assumes that she's throwing a temper tantrum. She was on the Steve Austin podcast, and she said, now that I know my worth, you know, I'm not just going to do whatever. I'm not just going to come around and sit and catering. Which, yeah, the women's tag team titles have felt important lately, but they still have been booked the best. They've been in like six-minute matches. Like, you see Riddle and Orton on TV way more than you see Sasha and Naomi. And I would argue that Sasha's just as big a fucking star as either one of them. Way bigger than Riddle. I would argue right now, She's got just as much of a following as Randy Orton does. She gets just the same reaction as Randy Orton. You kidding? She's not the same level as Randy. I don't think Maybe so. not to you, Marty, but to everybody else, when you hear the reaction she gets. I, I, she gets a reaction, yes. I think she's one of the most popular people they have on the roster. I'm not going to take that away. But I don't think she's at the same level as Randy Orton. Randy Orton's been around longer, but right now, in but the that- universe that we're in, she's probably... I'd say she's higher than Randy Orton. Mm, I don't think so. Not even close. That's that's a difference of opinion. The point yeah, is, yes, exactly. if if Randy Orton was to go into the office and say he didn't want to lose in a six-pack challenge to Riddle and then lose a match to Roman Reigns, they would fucking change it. If it didn't make sense. But instead, the rumor, again, is that they told her to stop whining and just do your job. That's disrespectful as hell. Um... I don't know about you, Marty, but I've been talked to that way at work. Now, I don't have the power to just fucking walk out like they do. Like, they both have money. They both have a big following. They're both in the entertainment industry. WWE's not going to fire them. <clears throat> they would be very fucking stupid to let them go. Now, if they both wanted to not re-sign, that'd be one thing. But I don't see WWE being okay with Sasha and fucking Jay Cargill main event and all out being the first women to main event a pay-per-view there. Like, cause that's where, that's exactly where it will fucking go. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see them being okay with Naomi going to another company and actually being pushed and her skill set being fucking showed when they won't let her do it since how long ago was WrestleMania Orlando? Six, seven years ago? Like five years ago. Yeah. She hadn't been champion in over five years. Hadn't even sniffed the title. And she was the one they had winning the six pack challenge that had Alexa Bliss, Charlotte, Becky Lynch, like, she beat all these women. And now she's just, like, if they don't put her on the team with Sasha, she's just there. And eventually that shit's got to get boring. On the other hand, when it was FTR complaining, what did I say? Just fucking collect your money and go to work. So it's kind of the same thing. The difference is, I feel like the women get treated way worse than the men do. So I feel like when the women have a gripe, it's a legit fucking gripe. Again, especially when it's two women as popular as fucking Sasha and Naomi. Why would you not want to feature them? Why would you want to take the tag team champions 
and have them both lose to each champion of each brand and then go back to being attacked. What fucking sense does that make to anybody? I look at it as the fact that you have all four title holders in main matches. Uh, they don't have a they don't have a secondary title, so the secondary title is the is the tag team champions. You know, it's if we had an intercontinental championship match versus our IC champion versus the world heavyweight champion, and then a North or US championship versus the Universal champion, and they both lost. I mean, it would be no different. They're the next championships down, fighting the next champions is up. The tag team champions are in the women's division, the next champions down. So you're elevating them up to the main event with the, the top champion. So them not being um, highlighted, maybe not in a tag team match itself, but they're being highlighted. And they're what being have... talked about. Like, like right now, they're, they're the most talked about thing going on right now. Um, and when you talk about like Riddle and Randy being on the you know screen more than the tag women's tag team, I get it. At the same time, the, the Riddle and RK Bro are also in the number one number one storyline in wrestling, so there's okay. a reason they're 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 more prominent the last couple of months because they're in the number one story in the wrestling universe. Listen to what you just said, though. They're in the number one story. Sasha and Naomi are not in the number one story. You, the number one story is Becky and Oscar. You literally, basically, what you're telling them is y'all aren't on the level of Becky and Oscar. So we're just going to feed y'all to the champions. That way they don't have to lose. And that way we don't have to make them look bad. We're going to make y'all look bad. Guess what? Sasha should have a fucking ego. She's better than all them women. All of them. Not She's the best women's wrestler Becky. they have in the company. You don't have to agree. I don't really I care. Don't. Not even a little That's bit. That's what it is. She's better than Becky. Becky's got more... Becky can connect to the crowd like in a way on the mic that no other woman in that company can. But in the ring, Sasha runs circles around Becky. And I Sasha say that. just a bigger personality as anybody else that's there. She's the best all-around women's wrestler that they have. Better than Charlotte, better than Ronda, better than Bianca, better than Becky, better than Asuka, better than fucking Dewdrop, better than whoever you want to name. She's better than them, in my opinion. Wrestler? So I, she yeah, shouldn't, so see, she shouldn't be away. just fed and like... You got all these women's wrestlers. Fucking have Dana Brooke win. <laughs> you know? And like what how- does that do? What does Dana Brooke do in a match against fucking Charlotte or uh, Ronda Rousey or Bianca Belair? What, what does, the hell does, does that do? Nothing. What does Sasha Banks losing to one of it, them again have to do? Just, so you're just looking at the outcome. That's the point. You're telling me, you're telling me just because of the loss? That there's no like going into the no reason why we're talking about loss because that's what everyone's talking about. What does them but what does them losing there, each Hold of them on. losing no, no, wait. to the just, title just champion. Just wait. Have to do with the tag titles. Just wait. Hold on. Like we're talking about them losing. That's that's what was announced. But if Sasha versus Bianca is going to happen in any of the pay per view, you're talking about the fact that Sasha could beat Bianca. You just said she's the best wrestler out there. So if we're talking she's... Sasha versus Bianca, it's a believable match that she could end up beating Bianca for the title, mm-hmm. and we're going to get a great match. Mm-hmm. A fantastic match. But because this all happened, now we're like, oh, well, they're just being fed the wolves. You tell me you still wouldn't have gotten a 15 to 20 minute match out of them? It would have been fantastic. She has just been fed to them. It makes zero sense for the tag team champions like to individually else, lose. going to get fed to Roman Reigns. And, and look at Riddle's him. He got fed, fed to Roman Reigns. Reigns. And, and look what Drew's now, doing now. Point, like, He's carrying around a fucking King Arthur soul. Because they're just all being fed to him. So it's like, what's the yeah, point? And of look where they all are. They've all fallen back down the card. 
Where's Drew McIntyre at right now? Where's Daniel Bryan at right now? Where's Cesaro? Where's Kevin Owens? They got fed to Roman Reigns. Now he's unstoppable. And besides KO fighting against Stone Cold Steve Austin, he's fucking feuding with Elias slash Ezekiel right now. Where's Nakamura? He came in the ring after WrestleMania with Roman Reigns. Ain't seen his ass since. They all got fed to him. And now they all are back down where WWE thinks they should be. And that's exactly how well, they were the going to do The Roman Reigns story is not over yet because they keep referencing that on SmackDown. That's fine. He'll come up, have a cup of coffee in the main event on the Isle of Relevancy, and then he'll be back in catering after getting fed to Roman. Okay. I side with them. I, I that's fine. You can side with them all you want. I also I side with the employer. And, and see the, that. The fact, I don't agree and, with and that either. I never the agree fact with that, that. The fact that we don't side. know what happened. We don't side know what happened, so how do we know that the WWE is the one that's Side with here? the employer? You don't own a company? Why would you side with them? Why not? Why would you not sign with the worker, the per- the, the one that represents you? Because the workers aren't the ones always correct. Just like the customer isn't always correct, neither is but the we don't employee. know the real story, so why would you exactly. automatically that's side what I just with said. WWE? I just fucking said that. So why would you automatically side with WWE? So, I'm side with the employer. What? You just said, I'm going to side with WWE. You don't have no idea what the story is. And of we don't all know the stories. All of the all story the that real we know stories. That they walked in, threw their titles down, and went home. At that point, yeah, they changed. They of all the real story. stories of how WWE has treated people, okay. mainly women and people of color, over the years, you're going to side with them and just automatically assume that they're in the right when we both know that the company's run by a fucking eighty-year-old white event, dude that's a piece of shit. If I'm at an event and, and Naomi and Sasha are supposed to wrestle the match, and I'm there to watch them. And then it gets said that they're the ones that walked out and left while I'm waiting for them to watch. I'm going to be pissed off at them. Okay. And then when you, you find out they you were want. being I'm treated not... like shit. Okay, because that's, that's when we know what happened. We don't know that's what happened. Come on, man. WWE's been around 60 years. We know they don't give a fuck about people. Okay. There's, mo- there's hundreds of stories about how they don't give a fuck and how they treat people. You think this is the, the one time they were in the right? I'm just saying they walked out of a show, a live show. Meanwhile, they got fucking Austin Theory getting pushed right now, and he still got allegations of fucking with a fucking underage girl out there for him. I don't know anything about that one. All that shit with Riddle going on, all the controversy with him, they didn't give a fuck about that. They kept going. All the shit with Velveteen Dream, they kept fucking going. Like, this company's dirty as fuck sometimes. We know that. Why are we just going to assume that they're not this time? Because, again, we don't know the story. GBM in the chat says something that's right with any employer. Everyone is replaceable. You don't even have to write to Vince. You can just write with employ. Employers don't give a fuck about people. You're just a number. You're just a name. WWE stopped making stars when Stone Cold and The Rock left. They stopped letting people get too big to have any kind of power way back then. Now they promote the brand of WWE over certain superstars. Why? So when shit like this goes down, the wheel just keeps on fucking rolling. Okay, got it. Cool. I side with Sasha and Naomi. They are being slandered, says EJ Reed. GBM says Vince don't give a fuck. That's true. I don't know why GBM said Lacey. Lacey Evans garbage. <laughs> I was about that repackage. They need to go home oh and be repackaged God. again. 
what is that shit about? And then they moved that shit to fucking Raw to repackage it again. And her in-ring this time was even worse than her fucking video packages. I don't know what what they're trying to do with that. Yeah. What? Um, Let's go ahead and take a break. When we come back, we'll talk. Actually, let's go ahead and talk about what happened Friday night. And then when we take a break, we'll predict double or nothing. Um, Friday night was the quote-unquote biggest tag team match in the history of SmackDown as the Usos took on RK Bro to unify the tag team championships. I don't know about you, Marty, how you feel about it, but I love the ending of it. I love the end. Well, um, no, I don't. I love the way it ended, like the match, that how the outcome was. Do not love the ending. Um, first of all, I love the... Let's go back to the beginning of that with the promo. Um, it's at this point, like, I don't care what anyone says. Roman's so fucking good. Now it's down to the little details he's doing. You know what I mean? Like, brings him in. I love you guys. Brings him in, hug. And you just see his face. Like, yeah, I'm fucking gonna, this is gonna, I'm about to fucking either, either I'm gonna support you, you guys are gonna win, and I'm gonna hold you up. I'm about to fucking cut you down. And that look just at everything. Like, it's the little things that he does. And it's fucking fantastic. Um, now, the outcome of the match for the end of the night was absolutely amazing. The fact that they have the titles, they have them up, they're beating the shit out of everybody. They just fucking, I mean, if you just look at the stands, they're, it was fantastic. But the the one thing I don't like is the, the way Roman interjected and threw Riddle down and then the frog splash. I don't know. It just it didn't seem like it was enough to get a pin after he just kicked out of other shit. Um, I don't know. It's kind of like the, the Tony Storm and J- uh, Jamie Hayter would just kind of just happen to roll in like that now seems more believable to get the finish than what happened on Friday night. Um, I don't know. I, I think it could have been more to make it more believable a finish, but being thrown off the top turnbuckle, which looked like you rolled over and was about to get up and then got the frog splash doesn't, I don't know, man. It just seems a little bit of a weak finish. Could have been better, but at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. The outcome is what matters and the title's up on both hands. That was fantastic. Um, Roman, Roman's really good, but you know what I like? I was gonna, I was thinking about this the past couple of weeks. I was actually gonna come on here and talk about it, and I never remembered to put it in the notes. I felt like the Usos have gone from such an integral part of the Bloodline storyline to just being like lackeys. But then I was watching this week, and like the difference between Jimmy and Jay, like Jay's this really fucking unhinged like henchman that's ready to do whatever the fuck Roman tells him. And Jimmy's just kind of like, he's the calmer of the two. Like, Jay seems like if the two of them were arguing with somebody, he'd be the first one to throw the punch. Where Jimmy's just trying to do the talking, right? Like, Jay ain't trying to hear none of that shit. Like, what's up? Let's 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 do it. Um, the finish, I'm going to tell you why I loved it. One, Riddle was going for an RKO off the top rope, and Roman held Jay there. And that's why Riddle fell. The Usos finishing move for years has been the frog splash. I'm not the frog splash, just a big splash. Like, and they mentioned halfway through the match that Riddle was getting his ass kicked that whole match. Like, yeah, he was kicking out of stuff, but in the end, like, you can only take so much. But the reason I loved it was because the Usos have helped Roman so many fucking times, and he just sends them out there like, go do it for the family. And if they win or lose, like, it's on them. And now he felt the need that this is important enough, like, I got to go help him. I like that. I, I like the long, long-termness of it, that it went from Jimmy and Jay both, like, feuding with Roman to seeing the light, 
to watching his back all the time to now that he's like, they've been doing this shit for me for the longest. Like, let me go return the favor. Now we got all the fucking titles. We the ones, literally. Um, I loved it. And, of course, it was a great match. Orton and Riddle versus the Usos are just so good. The Usos, I've been saying for years, the best fucking tag team in the world. They prove it over and over again every time they change their characters. DJ reading the chat says main event Jay Uso. Like, this guy went, seriously. Like, if Jimmy would have never came back, I, it would have sucked because that's my favorite tag team. But I think Jay was doing enough as an act by himself to be fucking. What's crazy is, like, if Jimmy didn't get hurt, would we have seen that too? Yeah. I don't think. I, I would have seen it, but I don't think it would have been the same impact. And that's, I just. It was the way that everything laid out and went, which is fantastic to lead us to where we you are. Um, that splash at the end after the match, from the turnbuckle to the second table, or the far table, like, it was just the fucking. That was holy shit, man! And he hit him too. He didn't miss him. He didn't hit the other side of the table. He nailed his ass on that one turnbuckle, and it was fantastic. Kids crying in the crowd and shit. I loved it. I that was my favorite part. They kept showing the kids. The one woman's <laughs> got one, her the, fingers yeah. in the like, kids. Don't, don't hear this, baby. Don't hear this. Like, yeah, no, you, you don't want to hear this. You loud. let him hear this. You let him be disappointed because life is going to disappoint his ass in the future. But the, even the one <laughs> kid that's like talking to his dad, he's just like crying. I'm like, oh, it reminded me of the kid in front of me at SummerSlam or not, uh, not SummerSlam, <laughs> at Royal Rumble, crying his eyes out because John Cena didn't come out. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Fucking life sucks, doesn't it? And I'm just like, that's what that kid reminded me of. Reminded me of of fucking Rucker fights kids. It reminded me of all that shit. Like all these little kids, like damn right, you're gonna learn right now. You're about to get disappointed up in this bitch. Oh my god, Royal Rumble! I still remember the little kid like cheering for Lesnar versus Lashley when Lashley won. I turned around and my wife like grabbed me. She's like, "Don't you say nothing to him." I'm like, "What? He's been talking shit the whole match. Like it's my turn now. I don't give a fuck how old he is or his dad." Um, but yeah, I love the kids crying. I love them like panning the Roman in between. And so it was like, he was talking shit to the kids. Like, yeah, like we fucking beat your hero's ass. We got all the titles now. What's up? Um, I don't know. The whole thing was done. Well, the whole bloodline thing's been done well. So I'm with it. Uh, let's go ahead and take a break, Marty. When we come back, we will talk double or nothing predictions. If you want to pull up the match card, that would be great. Um, until then we'll be right back. Boot to the face. Our next partner has a product that I literally use every day. I started taking AG1 because I wanted better immunity and to optimize my immune system after COVID. Now I've been taking it for about three weeks and I love it. It doesn't taste like it's super healthy. It's got kind of a mild tropical taste that I actually look forward to each morning. So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day and night. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. All of the things. Again, I take this every morning to support my immune system. Let's talk about some health facts and importance of the multivitamin. It's lifestyle friendly. Whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, it contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything, while still tasting good. 
It supports better sleep quality and recovery, supports mental clarity and alertness. As far as the price, it costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing into your health and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. It's cheaper than getting in different supplements yourself. You're investing in the all-in-one nutritional insurance. Uh, as far as testimonials, Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews recommended by professional athletes and is trusted by leading health experts such as Tim Ferriss and Michael Gervais. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash emerging. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash emerging to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Thank you. Yeah, Mr. Chaos. Boot to the face. Let's go. California to Georgia, we get it poppin', homie. We taking over the game, so fuck who hatin' on me. We bounty hunting, taking all of the trash out. Your podcast a one-hit wonder like Smash Mouth. Y'all can talk all that big shit, don't wanna hear it. Shout out to the one and only Santana Garrett. Top rope, dropping elbows from other leagues. Boot to the face, hook the leg, it's one, two, three. Chris Rucker, Marty V making mics melt. The mill friendly podcast will make your wife melt. Beer drinking, this whiskey chugging, this podcast. We just sit back and laugh and tell them top that Competition is missing, you know they died off Every shirt they put to work is looking fly, boss You want the best in audio, there's nowhere to go Another episode right now, start the show Welcome back, Boot to the Face We're not starting the show, we're continuing it And we are here to talk AEW Big time match this week, Marty, on Dynamite coming up. Ladies match with Britt Baker, DMD, versus Tony Storm. Did you hear what Tony told Britt Baker this past week? Oh, yeah, I did. It's going to be her new I'm about to take all your fronts out. (laughs) I'm going to send your ass back to Pittsburgh whistling. (laughs) Um, I'm excited about that. We talked about it last week, man. Tony Storm is such a different fucking wrestler slash person not just physically but like everything about her in aew like she still almost has the same entrance but she just feels like a bigger deal in aew than Mm. she ever did even when she was nxt uk champion she just feels like a bigger deal now yeah i mean the the shape she's in right now like i feel like i need to go back to the gym when i see her um yeah i i i agree 100 percent um no, this is a. It was an interesting week in AEW. We had before we get to the actual like main event card. Um, we also obviously had fuck the, Kyle O'Reilly. Oh. Okay, fuck all of them. Fuck Adam Cole. Fuck O'Reilly. Fuck that little pirate looking son of a bitch. Little wannabe Johnny Depp. Fuck him too. Fuck them all. That's a legend. Okay, an icon, a pillar of this industry, and you fucking tried to break his ankle. You lucky I wasn't. I'd jump the rails. I know. I know. I could take them. Okay. Ruck, it ain't a lot Rucker of wrestlers. I would fight. I'd fight Adam Cole. Crying like little kids on Friday night. 
I was at home crying. Good thing they couldn't pan to me. <laughs> my daughter came downstairs. She's putting her fingers in my ear. <laughs> Close your eyes. You ain't supposed to be watching this. Close your eyes. Sting, I did love the part where Buddy hit Sting in the back with the chair, and Sting just turned around and looked at him like, the fuck? <laughs> and then threw the chair and hit him in the face with it. That was great. Uh, but, yeah, they, they fucked the Stinger up. I, you know, Again, AEW, man, using these older legends perfectly. Like, they let Sting come out, get his shine on, got the crowd all excited, and then what happens? The Hills fucking take over. And, you know, it's fucking three guys in their prime and a steel chair versus a 63-year-old man. Like, they should kick his ass. And they did it right. They used Sting for how they should fucking use him. So, good on them. I still... I, let me run into Adam Cole on the streets. Put his ass in the Scorpion Deathlock. The Scorpion Deathlock. Not the sharpshooter. The one he beat FTR with. The Scorpion Deathlock. Cocksucker. I'm done. Good? You good? We got, we got some uh, debuts this week on the AEW. Um, as the Joker, we had Johnny Not Creative return or debut <laughs> this dude changes his last name more than like <laughs> Kid, hey, man. anybody on desperate housewives my god like does he like i don't know is he just johnny really elite johnny at Impact, this time at this point johnny nitro like johnny mundo um johnny come like, lately my good johnny drip drip i mean the guy just just like yeah I'm, i don't want to change my name so i'm just gonna change the last name what's your company called Okay, we'll just call that. We'll oh, call cool. that. Yeah, all he's gonna be John, He's going to be Johnny Japan one day. So you know, I don't know. <laughs> Johnny New Japan. <laughs> Johnny New Japan. Johnny, Johnny ROH. Japan. Uh, you know, <laughs> fucking a. Like, come on, man. Be a little more Johnny creative. Power with four R's. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. You um, know, I, I never got the appeal of Johnny Johnny uh, Morrison. Like. I understand he's athletic as hell, but like his move set is so non The Starship Pain is one of the worst fucking finishing moves I've ever seen. Half the time he doesn't even hit it right. Mm-hmm. I remember he hit it on Austin Aries in Impact, and Aries is feuding with with the backstage people, and he took the pin and then literally just got up and walked away. <laughs> he literally stood up and just walked out like nothing happened to him. It was so just. That's the Starship Pain. It's awful. Um, GBM in the chat says Statlander. Statlander did beat Red Velvet uh, in, a, Statlander, in a pretty man. good match. I like Statlander. She's one of my favorites, man. I love Statlander. Did you see that fucking gorilla press she did on, and then did with one hand? Now one hand. Clearly, Red Velvet yeah. was helping her, but still, I've never seen that before. Like that I shit mean, was impressive. Statlander probably only weighs like you know a dime, but Red Velvet, yeah. Red, that's what I said. You said Statlander. No, I said Red. I was, anyways, um. No, that was I don't know, man. It was. I'm glad she's in that. I'm glad she's in that tournament. I don't know. What? Like, what do you guys Statlin say? Is, Statlin is a lucky woman. Statlin. The one hand, the one hand she was holding. And the FCC just joined in. Uh, FBI just. We're never getting uh, AEW women's wrestlers on here ever. <laughs> We're definitely not getting the baddies on here. They're like, no, fuck that. I'm not going on this. Yeah, anytime we had, we had, we had, we had, we were, I mean, should have tried to get Kiara Hogan like two, three years ago. We could have got tried to get yeah. her. Yeah, she, when she was running around here now. in Canton, Georgia, I should have, but I dropped the ball. Um, 
But yeah, the so the women's tournament, uh, the Owen Hart Cup. Do you do you have the oh, brackets oh, but, for those? But hold on, before we got yeah, um, but before we get that, we had the um, Johnny. We had Johnny Johnny Elite show up, but then we also had um, what's up, Big Demo. Big Demo showed up on Rampage for his debut. Did you see that? Yeah, I don't have a clue who that is though. It's Killian Dane. Killian Dane. Killian Dane. Why do I know that name? Because he was in NXT. What was he? One he, of the ones released. He was Killian Dane. I know, but I mean, what? I'm thinking he's one of the Yeah, but I thought he was one of the fucking the. I was gonna say the head shrinkers, the fucking uh, the War Raiders. No, no, he looks like it, but he's not. He was part of like the Insanity, wasn't he? Yeah, I guess I don't know. I remember the name, but I just. From Eric Young's, yeah, he was part of Insanity. Or Sanity, not Insanity. Sanity. Uh, EJ Reed says, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't give a fuck about him. I care less. Couldn't care I mean, less. Yeah, that's correct. Um, as far as the brackets go, I, yeah, I don't have, let's see, hold on once I have it right here. I know we got Tony Storm versus Britt in the semifinals, right? So, yeah, we have Tony versus Britt, and then we have... Uh, Ruby Soho versus well now since Hikaru Shida's not in it against Chris Santlander. Wow, that's hard to predict because Britt's the only heel left. I don't see her beating Tony Storm. How's Ruby? Ruby Soho's a fucking heel. Is she? No, we just don't like her. They don't make her a heel. <laughs> nah, she she the shit she says she's she's a fucking heel, man. She's not her a heel. look, she just her face, like her act, her her facial expressions. Oh my god, she's got a heel face. That's what a fucked up thing to say, Marty. She got us over. Facial we got expressions, man. At fucking at AEW double or nothing. The whole, the whole everything after every word. I mean, she like, got a lot of lipstick really? on. Like then fucking don't wear it. She then. suffers from dry mouthedness. <laughs> like what's old girl? Brit Brit Baker. White man can't that. jump. Brit Baker might be able to fix that. <laughs> White man can't jump. I, she needs you to sympathize, Marty. <laughs> she needs you to say, I too suffer from dry mouthedness. Don't give her some water. Um, but yeah, if it wasn't for her, we wouldn't have got the fucking boot to the face sign on TV at Double or Nothing last year. I need to repost that. So she's Ruby Soho's good in my eyes. She's not good in the ring, but in my eyes, she's good. Okay. I got Tony Storm versus Statlander with Tony Storm winning. I think that'd be fantastic. I think that'd be a great thing for them to do. Um, I think I think Tony Storm needs to get over our Brit. I, I, we've had our our time with Britt Baker. Tony Storm's there. There's no reason for her to lose to Britt Baker right now. And I feel like they're going to give Ruby. I don't know, man. They can't let Ruby win. She just didn't she win the fucking thing at double or all out. Yeah, she won the uh, whatever that thing was. That's when she was celebrating. That's when I got to sign on TV. Yeah. So she only let her win again. Like it's fucking a year ago, though. Yeah, but no, but it was a big. It was they only have a big like three red fucking pay per views. Um, what does the Owen Hart Cup Owen Hart Cup winner get a title shot or just a fucking trophy like Andre the they Giant? Get, they get to say that they won the the Owen Hart tournament. Oh, cool! I don't, I don't think there is anything they get. All right, they don't even get Andre a trophy anymore because Happy Corbin destroyed the trophy this week. I love that guy. I fucking love Baron Corbin. Are you talking awesome. about guys who face get fed to Roman? Don't be going nothing. 
that guy's been been on fire all year. Um, anyways, uh, yeah, I think I think I my goal my want my want is for Tony to face Chris Statlander. Um, honestly, I'd rather have Statlander win, but it's not going to happen. I think I think Tony Storm, Tony Storm gets over um, on that match. So either way, I think we're going to get a good match there. as long as Ruby Soho is not in the, that card <coughs> or that main event. Um, I'm good. I'm good with it. As far as the men's side goes. Wait, whenever you say Tony, it doesn't matter which one you're talking about. You got to make sure you say, cut the shit. What? Jay Cargill. She always tells Tony oh, Schiavone, yeah, yeah, cut the one. shit, Tony. <laughs> did she, oh, man. Did you see this week when she came out there? Obviously, she's wearing heels, but like... She looks like such you a see, superhero. You see Statlander just like towering over all these women, and then obviously you see Jade come up and you're like, oh, she, she, she looks she like towers looks over like Statlander. Super, like if they made another X Men movie and they needed somebody to play Storm, that's your fucking woman right there. That yeah, is I can the, see that. That's the fucking person to do. She like fucking superhero. And the funny thing is, in real life, she's shorter than I am. Oh, she shit. walked by me in the so hotel. So that means everyone else is really short. Like that means red yeah. velvet's like four I mean, foot the two. Women's red velvet is really tiny. Like we were in the hotel in uh, Jacksonville last year. Yeah, she so came she wanted kids, by. <laughs> I thought you said did she actually she wanted kids. I was like, damn, Marty, <laughs> what kind of show are we running here? Uh, but no, Jade walked by and she was like, really like. Like I said, not much shorter than me, but she was shorter than I am. And they do a good job on TV of making the women look way larger than life. Um, but well, yeah, that's man, why they always just... have them against Tony Schiavone. Like, yeah, you you definitely make these women pop. So uh, we're going to just throw your ass in the background. Yeah, Red Velvet's tiny. Like you said, she probably weighs like 80 pounds. And she's like... Which makes sense because, you know, I've seen Kira Hogan in person. She's she's yeah. pretty small too. Kira Hogan's know? really short too, but she's she's got some... She ain't 80 pounds. Not that I'm saying she's fat, by the way. Not. I'm saying she's put together. She's muscular. Um. Anyways, so the men's Owen Cup final. Um, it's going to be about somebody team. fat. Samoa Joe's in this one. <laughs> you can say men are fat, right? You get in trouble for that? <laughs> Someone's going to get in trouble. Someone's going to talk shit and cry. Someone's crying. I don't give a fuck. I'm fat too. I can say it. Samoa Joe, Kyle O'Reilly versus Adam Cole. <laughs> Samoa Joe is gonna beat Kyle O'Reilly. I mean, you know, go ahead and make fucking Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly again like he did in NXT. Run that shit. Back. I'd be good with Kyle O'Reilly versus Adam Cole. We're not gonna get it. That's the match I want to see. I want to see fucking Samoa Joe. Oh, finger Joe poke there. of doom is what the young bucks said. No, no, Kyle O'Reilly said it. Oh, he said that. I can't. Kyle O'Reilly said it. That's, That's why I was so funny. He's like, oh, look. Finger poke a doom action. He's like, no, I'm just kidding. Anyways, I'm like, wow. Who's Adam what, Cole what? facing? He's he's already in. He's in he the finals. Jeff Hardy. He beat Jeff Hardy. So he's in the finals, and now it's got to yeah, be. He's in the final. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, he wins. He faces the winner of Kyle Ryan's Mojo, who will fight on Wednesday night. Gotcha. So uh, let's let's uh, go ahead and get to double or nothing then. Let's get to double or nothing. I got it right here. We got the uh, the pre-show card. We got Hook and Dan Housen, or Dan Hookson, or whatever, Hook Housen, however you want, whatever people are, are going to ship them up as, uh, versus Tony Nese and Smart Mark Sterling, which I don't even know why these fucking guys are on, on the fucking roster. Uh, <clears throat> Hook and Dan Housen are going to win this match. That's simple as that. 
let me just say, <laughs> when Orange Cassidy first came around, I didn't understand it. I shit all over it, and then I slowly came around. This Danhausen shit, I'm never coming around to this. I don't. He's entertaining. Care. He's entertaining. I don't. I I'm not into his wrestling, when, but he's entertaining. Even when my boy Hook is on screen with him, I don't like it. You know, I wasn't really a fan of him either, but on the Jericho cruise, he was there, and he wasn't wrestling. Or he had some. He was doing some stuff in the ring, but like maybe it's because he was like teaming up with Jericho and Orange Cassidy. Uh, but no, he was he was entertaining. Just walking around the ship, he was entertaining. So he's got my, it's got my attention. I enjoy it, but I, I'm not gonna say I'm the biggest fan of his wrestling. It's what it is. But um, then we got <clears throat> we got Jade Cardhill versus a uh, with Kiara uh, Kira Hogan and Red Velvet on our side versus Anna <sighs> J for the TBS Championship. This really it's gonna be a good match. No, I don't think it is. I think it is. I think Anna Jay's gonna go a little wild with her. I think Jade's gonna win, but okay. So, you know how we talk about Ty, Con- Ty Conti about how since she's got oh. to NXT, yeah, go let, ahead. Let, let me finish before I forget my thought. Yeah. We talk about how she's been like on the up, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like Anna Jay started here and she's going down. Like, I don't even care about when she comes on TV anymore. I think her yeah. wrestling since she's came back from the injury. Hasn't been as good as it was beforehand. Um, I think the Dark Order thing, like, doesn't do her well. I thought the attitude that she had when she first got there was way different than it is now. Even this past week when she came out to, like, help Statlander and Soho or whoever they were beating up, like, she got there too quick. So instead of swinging a chair at Jade Cargill and hitting her with it, she literally just waited for Jade to turn around and look at her. And Jade's like, bitch, I'm not even getting off the apron yet. Like... It was just, it's a lot of bad timing and bad, just, I don't know. I just, Anna Jay's not a threat to Jay Cargill to me. I think this is a, I don't know. It's. Can we talk about that real quick? The, uh, you know, Statlander's getting her ass beat by, by the baddies. And Anna Jay just comes out, boom. That was the fastest she's ever come out to save somebody. Yeah, take Conti out there getting her ass whooped for hours, and she still don't show up. Statlander gets she, beat up for five seconds, and her ass is running. She gets out. her I'm music like, hit. Like where, where was that shit for Ty? Like you didn't even do. She's shit waiting for her. a gorilla for her music to hit when Ty's getting beat up, but when fucking Soho and the other chick are getting their ass kicked, she, I tell you what. <coughs> when I was younger, I remember Sting and Macho Man and Hogan all fighting the Dungeon of Doom all the time. And there was one time Macho Man was on commentary and Hogan was wrestling and the whole Dungeon of Doom had jumped him. And you hear Macho Man go, I'm out of here. And you hear the fucking headset hits the table. And before you look up, Sting's fucking shooting down to the ring. No entrance music. None of this fucking posing or whatever. Like, my boy's getting his ass whooped. Like, I'm coming to fight. And it reminded me of that with Ruby Soho. She didn't say, all right, guys, I got to go. <laughs> Somebody hit my music. She just dropped the headset, fucking took off to the ring, and got her ass kicked. Um, I don't know. I just, to me, that's more realistic. Stop hitting the fucking entrance music. Like, if your friends are getting their ass kicked, you just come running out and you come help them. Or your brother. That will <laughs> or never. your brother. Your, bro- your brother's getting beat up by 17 people and you're doing the fucking Jeff Hardy dance in the middle of the aisle way because you've never been on AEW before. Like, you could do that after. Get down there and help before they kill him. 
Yeah, that'll never get old. Um, I think that's. Oh, I've probably watched Jeff. that once. A, I've probably watched it five times since it happened. Just the life of it. Like when uh, I'm in a bad you mood, I just you're like, down on your life and you're just sad. Just watch that video. Just watch that entrance. That did just be, know that Matt Hardy is related to Jeff Hardy. It could be worse. You could be Jeff Hardy's brother getting jumped by seven people, <laughs> and you got to wait on his whole fucking intro to play before you get some kind of relief. What's the what's those memes that you know like? <clears throat> who do you call at the answer? You're if you're held at gunpoint. Who do you call if you get the answer? You're dead. It's like. <laughs> Not Jeff Hardy. He, he fucking around got his theme song set as his ringtone. He's going to listen to the whole fucking thing before he ends. Being oh, man. That's fantastic. Fuck around, go to voicemail before he gets to it. You're great. Oh, man. Um, all right. So, <clears throat> Kyle O'Reilly. Who do you, you got Kyle O'Reilly or Samoa Joe? Oh, I'm sorry. I got Jay Cargo, obviously, with Ann and Jay. Right. I did too. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly, Samoa Honestly, Joe. Honestly, I'd like Kyle O'Reilly to win. I think I think we're looking at Samoa Joe versus Adam Cole on the show. I agree. Um, and I, th- I think Adam Cole gets the win. I think Joe gets the win. I think Tony Khan's smart enough to realize Joe ain't going to be around for a long time before he gets hurt. So you better get whatever you can get out oh, of him. Oh, man. Now. But do you, do you, with Adam Cole, his only loss is to Hangman Page. <sighs> he can afford they, it. Joe just got like, here, though. Yeah, but Joe's Joe, man. Joe's. Joe's a fucking attraction. He's not going to be a champion. He's a attraction fucking attraction. for who? People at Walmart? A side attraction. You know, people like to see the you know, the bearded woman and the Siamese twins and the hunchback. It's fucking Samoa Joe. Like, if you got if Andre the Giant's the giant, he's the main attraction to come to the circus. Samoa Joe's like, okay, here's the peddler in, in, in the yard. He's an attraction. The sad thing is, all, all this, if somebody was to tune in, they wouldn't even realize I like Samoa Joe. <laughs> but, I mean, the, the shit writes itself. Like, I tell you what, I do miss his music from NXT. That music he had in NXT was a banger. Ugh, it's Joe, 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 I've never, Joe, I've never Joe, been a fan of Joe. His music in NXT was dope. Go download that shit and listen to it. You'll fucking... You'll be ready to go to work and fucking put somebody in the coquina clutch. <laughs> Women's Owen Hart Cup final. Tony Storm or Britt Baker versus Ruby Soho. Chris Stanley, we already talked about that. Uh, Stan, we both think it's going to be Storm and Statlander. You got Storm, I got Statlander. Um, singles match for the AEW Women's World Championship. Let's talk about this. Let's talk. Because you sent me because something yesterday. Let's talk. Last week, I don't I disagree told you. with you. I don't, we talked about it last week, so I don't disagree. You disagreed with, you. with me last week. No, I disagree with you being there, but go ahead. <laughs> I feel like Thunder Rosa is getting no fucking respect as the champion of the women's division right now. Like, if anybody needs to put the belt down and fucking walk out, it's her. She won the title. What would that stat say that I sent you on the thing? She's had 11, 11 minutes. minutes of TV time. Between Dynamite and uh, what's the one on Friday? Rampage. Since she's won the title. Like the one show that she actually wrestled on wasn't even like regular programming. You rarely see her on TV now. Why Dustin Rhodes stopped her from attacking Serena Deeb on Wednesday made no fucking sense to me. Because it was like uh, she couldn't hit her before the match or something like that. It's this, this just like... She won the title. She got a huge ovation in San Antonio, her hometown. And then they were like, cool, we're about to push all these other women now. 
including Britt Baker, who she took the fucking title from. Britt Baker had more TV time this past Wednesday than, than Thunder Rosa's had since she's won the title. Yeah, I don't know if it's if it's bad writing, or I think or if Thunder Rosa just isn't on TV. Like, I don't know. I think it's a combination of both. Um, I don't know. I don't know if if like Tony's back there, like oh we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna like save her. We're not gonna put her out there. We're not gonna we're gonna you know make her make her when she shows up it means something. I don't know. But Fuck, he's on coke half the time. So let me ask you this, Marty. You have. A Mexican woman win the title in San Antonio, her hometown. Mm-hmm. She wins the title, right? Mm-hmm. Shouldn't the next week, and she beats Britt Baker, who's your biggest women's champion that you've ever had in the company, right? Company's been around three years. The biggest box office women's wrestler you had was Britt Baker, and she beat her. Shouldn't she at least get granted the right to come out and give like a State of the Union address the week after? Like, this is my story. You know, I started out, I moved to America. I couldn't speak English. Like, I don't know if you have, I've heard her tell her story mm-hmm. before on like podcasts and stuff. Like, come on. I mean, I literally heard it that about... morning of that match when she was on Busted Open. Right. She could have came out and gave like a three minute version of that. But instead, she doesn't get anything. Like, yeah. I, I, I don't understand it. Like, if you want her to be the baby face, you let her tell her story what she went through to get to the championship, and now people in, are invested in her wanting to keep it, right? They don't want to see her lose now. But instead, she's basically Getting take fucking her hours and hours of Serena Deeb, which I can care less about, um, especially this last Serena week's Serena Deeb promo. is the truth in the ring, I've, though. I've done this, and I've done that, and I've had a, you know... She I, I said, know, I got breast like implants a, for some old pervert. <laughs> I shaved my head. I shaved my head. I'm like, yeah, you shaved your head. And you were never CM Punk. Come on. I shaved my head. I get it. I get it. But you were in the main you were you were highlighted part of with CM Punk. Come on. Um, I don't know. I'm just not a fan of Serena Deep. I don't she better I hope she doesn't win. Um I got Thunder winning this match, and I hope that they do her justice and that she gets some more prominent screen time. Whatever Tony Khan's got going on, I hope he fixes that shit. And Coke. He elevates that title. You got Coke going on, Mario. Well, I know that. Shit. But you ever heard him talk? Yeah. Have you watched him talk? You hear him, you can just watch him. Three way tag team match for the AEW World Tag Team Championships. Jurassic Express as the champions with Christian Cage versus Team Taz, Ricky Starks, and Powerhouse Hobbs. Versus Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland. I think um, Team Taz gets these titles. I like Jurassic Express. I really do. I don't. I I cannot stand Keith Lee at all. Like not even a little bit. Like to the point where I I don't. I'm not the biggest fan of Ricky Starks, but I like Keith Lee a whole lot more. Less. Um, I hope I, if they, anyone's gonna, if they're going to lose this title, I hope that Team Taz wins it. I, I hope Keith I would Lee and Swerve win. Express keep them. I hope Keith Lee and Swerve win. Uh, I like Swerve a lot. I think, I think they would make good tag team champions. A difference, you know. Um, know they'd have that. a different look to them. A big, athletic motherfucker like Keith Lee and then Swerve, who can do every fucking thing. He's not as athletic as he used to be. Maybe Marriage does that he, to a guy. He, he fucking sucks on the mic. His mic, he is, he's annoying as hell. His voice annoys me. <laughs> what did what did uh, Ricky Stark say? He sounded like uh, Wreck It Ralph. 
Oh my god, that was phenomenal. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm gonna go with Keith Lee and Swerve. I, regardless, I don't think Jurassic Express keeps the titles because I think Christian turns on them. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I don't know if you've paid attention, but like when uh, Jungle Boy lost that singles match a couple weeks ago, and Christian got uh, the dinosaur out of the ring, and he was kind of like teasing, turning on. Jungle Boy and the crowd was like, "Ooh!" They were like, everybody was on edge, and then he didn't do anything. And then this past week, Christian's just kind of like, "Do this, do that." Like, I want this match, I want that. Like the look Jungle Boy gave him was like, "Who the fuck gave you fucking power to tell us what match we could fight in?" Yeah, and he the way he's like, he's just kind of been talking down to him, but like talk like basically putting him in, like talking him in place, and I can see that. I don't think he's gonna turn on him in the match, but I don't, I think Team Taz wins it. Um, we got an anarchy in the arena match. <clears throat> Fucking. So we got Jer- the, uh, the Jericho Appreciation Society with Jericho, Angelo Parker, Matt Menard, Danny Garcia, uh, or Danny Garcia and Jake Hager. Um, can you tell you right now, Matt Menard, he knows the fuck out of me. I don't even know. Like, just look, just looking at the motherfucker. Is that the one with the leather jacket? That's the one that's that, like, uh... ah. Always has a top popping his gum, his eyes popping out. It's just like nom, nom, nom. Jericho was like, "What did what did Daniel Bryan say to such and such?" And he's like, "He told him he wasn't anything. He was a no good, pompous prick." That guy is that you talking about? No, that. Uh... Anyway, oh, wait, maybe they all is, maybe that is maybe they I got them mixed up. Maybe I got them. Jericho's mixed up. just trying to get people over now. Like that's but a, now, that's now this this t- fucking team he's got. Like they just suck and fucking suck, man. They're. Ugh. Yeah, like they're they're almost they're, give them Eddie Kingston. Like put Eddie Kingston with these guys. Take Jericho and Jake Hager away. Put Eddie Kingston with them, and they look like they all hang out at the fucking trailer park. Um, that's why Eddie uh, hates Jericho so much because he took his fucking his his lawn chair crew away from him. Is it weird that I think Jericho's team's all, gonna win? They, what? It's Jericho and a bunch of nobodies, and I think they're gonna win. <laughs> they probably are. It's Kingston, it's Santana, it's Ortiz, and it's Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson and John Moxley. That's not even um, fair. That's like I think the Blackpool Combat Crew they're they're gonna win. That's why I the think first time, that's why this, I think, he's he's won both the other matches, right? He's won both of them so far. Who? Jericho. He's won both stadium matches, correct? I thought he lost the one with Did the, he lose uh, the first one? I thought he lost the first one. The, the Hangman and the Elite and all them. <clears throat> okay. I know the second one, him and MJF are right next to me coming out of the bathroom. That's when I told MJF these hands ain't kayfabe. (laughs) Um, This fucking promo was so ridiculous. We're going to have, you know, we did this twice with stadium. And then fucking Moxie jumps out and is like, no, we're not going to have your stadium match. We're going to have a six-man falls. Everything goes. Falls counting. I'm like. So a stadium match, <laughs> like what you just described, is exactly what he was going to say. So it's like, Kingston. Calm down, Mox. It's Kingston, Moxley, Santana, Ortiz, Moxley, and, Daniel Bryan. and Danielson, and Yuta, right? No, Yuta's not going to be the match. Oh, so it's a ten man, not a six man. Wait, hold on, one. Is it six on six or five on five? It says six, man. Then it's got to be Yuta. If it's it six has on to be Yuta, then. 
Yeah. Um, just, you know, I think, I don't power. know, because when I look at Jericho's team, there's only five. It's a five on five, so it has to be ten men. The star power is like so, like, I don't even, only people on Jericho's team that I know their names are Jericho and Hager. Like, I don't know any of the other guys. Like, there's no well, way. Daniel Garcia, he's been highlighted a lot lately. Eh, fuck that guy. But I'm not saying he's a big name. I'm just saying he's been highlighted. Yeah, um, like. But you got but Moxley. The, the, the side, you, you got, got you got Moxley's you know, a world champion. Moxley's Daniel side, Bryan's best wrestler side, in the yeah. world. Yeah, like I don't know. I, I mean, I was I was gonna pick Jericho, but I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna pick I'm gonna pick Blackpool Combat Club. Also, don't give Regal to Mike anymore. I don't want to hear about how Jericho's more annoying than a burning orphanage. Like, get the fuck out of here, Regal. And he, I feel like he didn't know what he was supposed to say either. Like, half he was drunk. Half the time. He doesn't even... Like, he Remember when, when AEW first started and uh, JR didn't know nobody's names and nobody's finishers mm-hmm. and he just said random shit? That's William Regal. You know what I like, need Regal to do? He literally... That's exactly what he says. He literally says, need, that guy, this guy. I'm like, shut up, Regal. You know what I need shut Regal up. to do? I need Jericho's team to win but to cheat and then a brawl back out and him just come out and say... War games. That's it. That's the only thing he's good at now. <coughs> Don't give him the mic anymore. Uh, yeah. So you got you got EJ Reed's right. You know the promo's bad when you get what chance in AEW. Uh, you ain't wrong. Um, House of Black versus Death Triangle. Man, I can really care less about this match. I could care less, but the intros are gonna be fire. I, I love the less. new I love the new Pentagon intro and his little fucking uh tombstone he had for them. And then I saw Brody uh Brody King, King come out on Dynamite. He's got a fucking ski mask on. It starts out like these intros are gonna be they're gonna be good, but I got the death triangle. EJ Reed's got House of Black. I got House of Black as well. Uh I feel like this is the thing that's been this like this feud between like Malachi back and Pac has been going on for like five years, mm-hmm. and we haven't had a finish yet. Like, still haven't had a finish yet. Hey man, after five years, some motherfuckers you just you don't get over. You just you just don't like each other. Like, they anytime never, I, like they anytime I see you, it's on site. They're supposed to have a big match, and then Pac got like had his his you know got stuck in UK, and then he fucking left, and then it's like, and then they come here and drive. Hey, I'm like, okay, COVID don't COVID don't mean I still like you. I don't like you no more. Like, this it. shit is on. We got when the Hardys, you, it is Hardy on. Brothers. Are they not allowed to be called the Hardy Boys? I think WWE owns it. I'm pretty sure they don't. I'm pretty sure they own it because they were the Hardy Boys before they came back to WWE. The, yeah, Either man. way, they're the Hardys or the Hardy Brothers, which is annoying as hell. I, I, the way they say it is just annoying. Um, Hardys versus the Young Bucks. Well, um, they're also fucking both like 45 years old. Like, I don't think they're boys I know anymore. I get that. I get that. <laughs> Especially uh, spelled with a fucking Z. Like, come on, Matt. Put the fucking Jinkos away. Get you some fucking get you some New Balance. Uh, what are the Air Monarchs? Wow. Or the, the Nike Air Monarchs. Like, you see how Matt walks now? Matt needs to go cut the grass somewhere. He don't need to be wrestling. This is. I, I'm not gonna lie, man. These are my two of my favorite tag teams of all time. Um. I want to say the Hardys are going to win. I would love for them to win. But I think Young Bucks are going to have a lot more help to get the win. And I'm sure Jeff's going to do something stupid 
that gets him taken out of the match, and then Matt loses. So I'm going with the Young Bucks. I'm going to go with. I'm gonna go with the which Hunters. Matt. Which Matt do you want to win more? Because I know you don't like Nick, and I know you don't like Jeff. So which Matt do you want to win? Honestly, more? I wish the Matts would turn on the other two and just form and, their own tag team, and they just call the, call themselves Matt Three Point Oh. Matt, Matt Squared. Matt Squared. Matt Squared. And Bring back fucking Matt Hardy 2.0. version one, and let Matt Jackson fucking play off of that. And them two hate the other two brothers. Like, it'd be great. That would be fantastic. I, I fucking hate the other two brothers. I really do. Nick Jackson, like, is such an annoying little fuck face to me. And Matt Jackson is so great. And then Jeff Hardy is just annoying as hell. And Matt Hardy is just... Matt Hardy's had so many good gimmicks over the years, but for whatever reason, everybody loves Jeff Hardy. Matt Hardy version one was better than anything Jeff Hardy's ever done. When he used to come out with his little Matt Facts of the Day on SmackDown. Oh, God. I forgot about that. Matt Hardy, <coughs> uh, the delete character, was so good. And he even made Jeff like change his character. Brother Nero, I knew you'd come. So good. All Jeff Hardy did is a fucking swanton paint his face and show up high as giraffe pussy sometimes. That's it. And everybody loves him. I don't, I don't like it. I got the Hardys. The Hardy men. All right. Um. <laughs> JR said, not JR. Uh, was it Mark Henry? It was either Mark Henry or Big Show on Rampage said, is Rancho Cucamonga even a real place? <laughs> oh, and Tony Schiavone was like, yeah, they got a fucking soccer team or some shit like that. <clears throat> he said the Rancho Cucamonga. And I heard him say the Rancho Cucamonga cracker killers. <laughs> From Friday after next, next Friday, yeah. yeah I hope the next crack, hope the cracker killers pay well because <laughs> back to the ghetto you go. <laughs> oh, Michael, Michael Rappaport, you kill me. Um, MJF versus Wardlow. Wardlow's gonna beat his ass. Wardlow should squash MJF. He's gonna lose. But he's gonna beat that ass. Nah. Warlow should I think I think MJF. Sean Spears gets involved and fucks him Warlow over. I don't even think this is a good match. I think Warlow's just gonna I think Warlow's gonna hurt Sean Spears this week to where he can't show up for the oh. pay per view. Oh. And I think he's gonna beat the dog shit out of MJF. Yeah, I uh I want Warlow to win. I'm over under over under three power bombs. <clears throat> over. I mean, in a row. I don't mean like he hits oh, one and MJF leaves the <clears> ring <throat> or whatever. I mean like over and over and over and over again. I, well, how many do? How many did you do to? Uh, who was it? Shit, he hit Archer with like four of them. Archer, I thought it was it's like four or five. I feel like yeah. he does more. He does more to MJF. Yeah, I feel like he might hit but MJF. With like I think 10. four or five. <laughs> I got over also. <laughs> World Championship match. Hangman Page versus CM Punk. If CM Punk wins, I'm done with AEW. You saw those kids crying at the state at, at SmackDown. It would be us. I'm gonna be so fucking pissed if It'll CM Punk if, wins, man. If CM Punk wins, Marty, we got to take. Not only is my one crying. of my favorite AEW wrestlers <laughs> gonna lose a title, but then fucking CM Punk's gonna have the championship. And you see his comments this week about like 
supporting the, the, the roster and supporting the people that were. Like, he was talking about Sasha. I know, Naomi. but I know, but it's like he walked out too. Nobody said anything bad about him the way they're doing fucking Sasha and Naomi. CM shit. Punk walked out and everybody chants his fucking name for seven years. CM Punk. And he ain't even as good as Sasha Banks. Yeah, I said it. Fuck CM Punk. I mean, they're both almost as bad as cringe on the mic, too. So that works. Um, fucking A, man. I hate this match so much. Punk's going to win. I don't want him to. So much I want Adam Page to retain. They're going to give Punk the title. I got Page winning. I hope he Cowboy does. Cowboy shit. I hope he does so much. This is going to be 10 years from now. Hangman Page's title reign is going to be looked at as the best title reign in the history of the company. I hope so. <laughs> I mean, he's a young superstar that didn't come from WWE. <clears throat> Jericho. Moxley. Omega came from New Japan ROH. I mean, Hangman Page. Yeah, but Page wasn't a star there. He was like up and coming. He, he wasn't was like the biggest star. He never won a title. What titles did he win in ROH? He had the tag team titles. With who? Um, with the Bucks. So he had the six man titles. Yes. That's like lower than mid card. Like, I'm saying they got a young guy that wasn't established anywhere else. He was established because he was in the Bullet Club. Let's be real. Because uh, if he my was just mistake. he had the six man in, in ROH. If he was just regular hangman page, not in the bullet club, he wouldn't have been what he was in ROH. I mean, he was security guard in uh, WWE. Yeah. So this is the first champion they've had that wasn't established elsewhere from one of the other two or three major companies. And he's over as fuck. They've had him in all these storylines that went nowhere. Eventually, he got every everything they've thrown at him. He's got it over. And now he's the world champion. I say you I say you let the guy have the title for a year. I'm all for that. Longest reign, best title defenses, the whole nine. And Punk is just gonna be a fucking footnote in his title reign. He'll be the answer to a fucking trivia question. Who was the seventh person Hangman Page defended the title against in his twenty three successful title runs? And it'll be CM Punk. I'm all for it. Um, that is double or nothing. I won't be able to watch it live. Um, I'll try to watch it on the plane on the way home, but I might just have to wait till Monday to watch. This on this is Sunday, right? Yeah. yeah I so still don't understand why night. WWE and AEW switch nights. Like <laughs> AEW used to do Saturday nights, and now they're Sundays only. I wish I could ask Cody. Cody would answer me, but he doesn't work there anymore. AEW is not accessible anymore. The only way you can get Tony Khan to respond to you on Twitter is by shitting on the company. Or, or you offered Tommy got a bump for him. <laughs> he wouldn't know if you're talking about a match or you're talking about a fucking actual bump in his nose. Oh, my God. Yeah, people have been calling his ass out for being coked up all the time. EJ Reese's Memorial Day weekend. Time to break out the smoker. Oh, shit. Sounds like a good thing. I'll be in Texas, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to eat me some barbecue. Um, I'm in ketosis right now. I'm going to stay there until Friday. But once I get to Texas, that shit's over. My grandma cooks. 
So that ketosis shit, that'll be out the window. One one helping of macaroni and cheese, I'm no longer in ketosis. <laughs> All the fucking shit that she's got in there. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to double or nothing. It'll be two weeks before we're back here, Marty. Um, so when we come back, we'll be talking, uh, what's that pay-per-view? Hell in a Cell. Hell in a Cell. We'll be reviewing Double or Nothing a week later, and we'll be talking Hell in a Cell, the preview for that. This will be your Hell in a Cell pregame show right here on uh, Twitch. So leading into Hell in a Cell that night, we'll do the pregame in the morning. Then you can hang out with your family or your girlfriend or your side piece or whoever you got and fucking watch Hell in a Cell that night. Uh, you got anything you want to say, Marty? Yeah, there's a birth a birthday today in the wrestling world. Who? Santana Garrett. Don't hate. Don't hate. She responded. She responded. Took her a week, but she did. This motherfucker. We Maybe because I had to go back and tag her in the picture. She was tagged in it. No, she was tagging the comments. What's it matter? The pictures pop up on her page. I no, I tagged her in the post. It wasn't. I, I checked. I checked. Cause I tagged her. Well, guess what? She should be following us. All the fucking promo we do for her. All the time we put her over. Meanwhile, she's a fucking what Barry Frost call her? She a mechanic? She's just looking up at the lights all the time, and we treat her like she's a fucking well, superstar. I forgot about that. And she shit. can't. She can't follow us. Still on the floor. And it's going to stay there. It's going to stay there until she acknowledges us. Um, maybe, maybe we throw out a happy birthday post. We might get that. Chase the hug. We? What, you speaking French now, motherfucker? I'm not throwing out nothing to her. We made her the first woman spotlight that we did. And she couldn't even like... You know what? I'm no longer a fan of Santana Garrett. Wow. You wow. Never meet your heroes, kids. Sasha Banks wouldn't treat me like this. And she's on the men's she might. She What's might. Santana Garrett on? I've never seen Sasha Banks Besides like fucking or, jet ski or retweet somewhere. or repost anything we send. She don't have to. She's a superstar. Bigger star than Santana Garrett. Didn't say she wasn't. No, she's on The Mandalorian. What TV show is Santana that Garrett is, folks, oh, I tell is, you, she's been on fucking... Uh, what, <laughs> can't even think of the name of it. Unsolved Mysteries. Where are they now? That's what she's been on. Where are they now, Santana Garrett? Does she even still wrestle? She wrestled last night. Against who? Christy Jane. How'd that match him? Was she on her back? Looking up at the lights? I don't know. I wasn't in Vegas. Spoiler alert. She lost. Yeah. I'm, well, you know. We have. Have we been fooled, Marty? Have we been tricked? Have we been hoodwinked? Have we been bamboozled? By the physicalness of a person and that the fact that both of us liked her as a wrestler and that's what brought Boo to the face together. You know what? Sometimes you got to let it go. 
She's not a good person. That's it. You know what? I take back my happy Mother's Day post that I tagged her in. Hope you had a horrible Mother's Day. Are we still alive? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we are. <Okay>. Um. <laughs> nah, uh, it's all in jokes. Oh, Ashley wrestled but, last night too. Look at that. You know who responds? Ashley, damn boy. I don't even have to tag her on Instagram. She just fucking replies to me when I do Orange Theory stuff. You know why? Because she's a great fucking human being. That's why. You know who follows me on Instagram? Ashley Damn Boy. You know who doesn't even follow us as a fucking wrestling podcast that puts her way up here over everybody else? Santana Garrett. Why? She's not a good person. She uses us. How long has it been she was supposed to be on the podcast, Marty? Agreed to it. Said she was going to come on. How long has it been? It's been a couple years. A couple years. Hall of Famer Mickey James was on here. Future Hall of Famer Victoria Lisa Marie Varen. Hell, even Alicia Toot was on here. Santana Garrett's too big for boot to the face. Shit. Shit. I hope you, uh, I see her at Wrestle Cage. Got, you got, you got I'm anything walk else? Right by her table with a big ass boot to the face sign. I'm just gonna sit on her table and walk away. I didn't pay to get you to sign anything. I paid to give you this sign. Yeah. There. I paid to let you know we don't give a fuck about you anymore. Both of us. Especially Marty. That's fucked up, man. Don't pull my ass down. I ain't Naomi. You fucking got me walking side <laughs> by side. We're a team. <laughs> we're, we're setting those tag titles on Santana's desk together. We're a fucking team. <laughs> uh, follow us on all the social medias. At boot to the face, just type it in the search engine if you're not following us already. Um, give us a like, subscribe, leave a comment on iTunes if you can, a rating that would be great. Um, if not, Marty, like I said, you got anything you want to say before we get up out of here? I, you know, Young Rock signed for another three, another season. So if you haven't caught up on that, haven't watched it, get on it. Um, and again, happy birthday to Santana Garrett. Other than that, thank you guys all for showing up. Participating in the chat, watching us, listening to us, retweeting, interacting online. Um, follow us, share us, and again, thank you so much. For Marty Vasquez, I'm Chris Rucker. We'll be back in two weeks talking double or nothing and WWE Hell in a Cell. Until then, peace. Later. It's the crew of the year that you're loving to hate. If you fucking with the team, you catch your boots to the face. Rebound from the boot, I hit the Irish whip. Don't be mad, cause we know your podcast ain't shit. Stop hating, motherfucker, you know he the man. RJ gon' hit you with that ringside rant. And them two hard hitters rep